the two gentlemen that founded Clubhouse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How how are people that are in our community, when I say community, I mean black and brown, right. that are of money, who have money, why are they at the board table making these um, suggestions or being a part of the listening party mm-hmm. per se, yeah. you know, to say, hey, this would be great. I, I think our community would, would really dive into this. And be mm. a shareholder in these things. Why aren't they part of that? Instead of, I get Master P, I get what I'm saying. Yeah. But where were you? Hello and welcome to the Cognac Room, an uninhibited drink infused podcast about adulting and male and female interactions. Go give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at the Cognac Room Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Cognac Room. I'm your host, Jay Christian. And without further ado, pull up a chair, pour up a glass, and let's discuss. So, I am on your show, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. I'm excited um, as well. I appreciate the invitation. Um, I am loving podcasting. Yeah, I love it. It has something that has come out new out of me um, since the pandemic. Yes. And um, I hope everyone comes out with something new out of themselves. Um, so I'm excited about what is coming out of it. I just like, I, I didn't realize how much I like to talk until <laughs> I started podcasting. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think so. that's why I started podcasting because I like to talk. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. I never realized that. I, I mean, my friends will always say, you know, Kim, you know, you, I'm funny. I like, I they think I should be a comedian. I'm like, no, I'm not funny, <laughs> but maybe I am. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. That's a, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. And I'm glad that's that you thing. enjoy it because it's, it is very, it's even therapeutic to a degree. It is. Yeah. It is. And I find that Clubhouse has definitely been therapeutic for me, too. Oh, yeah. Um, just to be able to share stories about yourself that you normally don't get a chance to share. I mean, I've talked on panels and done some speaking engagements and all mm-hmm. that. But Clubhouse has also opened up the idea of just listening to other people and say, you know what? Everybody's going through something, too. Everybody's gone through something. Everybody's been through something. Yeah. And everyone's success looks different, but they're successful. This is true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I presented uh, while we were setting things up, talking about uh, doing this episode. We, um, you mentioned. Well, I actually asked you. I was like, "Is there anything in particular that you would like to discuss?" And yeah. man, did you hit me with one! <laughs> man, did you hit me with a good one? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's dive in. Let's go. Um, it is one of the hot topics, addition to uh, GameStop and Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right. about that one. Uh, you know, what are we talking about? There's so many hot things going on right now. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely was, I'm interested in knowing the comments that what I wanted to talk about was the idea that in nine months, um, Clubhouse has reached a valuation of $1 billion. $1 billion. Wow. That's crazy. 
And back in May or April this year of 2020, you know, you couldn't even get into clubhouses, like a very exclusive type of deal. You had to be invited. And yeah. pretty much, you know, the Oprah's and the top people in the world had access. That's right. So the valuation then was a hundred million. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you go from a hundred million to one billion in nine months? We that both is crazy. <laughs> we both know the answer though. You say it. I'm not gonna say it. you say it. Black people. <laughs> People of minority, melanated people, blacks. Yes. Again, absolutely. yeah. We have the power to vote. Yes. And we have the power to purchase. Absolutely. And we need to make that work for us. And I think one of the things I sent you was that Master P put it out there that we again are behind the curveball mm-hmm. trying to play catch up. As you stated, Master P, he is uh, he's never really uh, been quiet about that. He's consistently been saying, hey, we can do better for ourselves. We need to put more energy and effort into our uh, our own community. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to that, though. I mean, I understand his curve about that, but he's one of the people that need to be investing into our STEM programs mm-hmm. so our young people can not only develop, but use that money to not develop a market. Absolutely. And if we don't, I mean, it's easy for him because he's a millionaire over and over and over again. And so are other people like Jay-Z and Didi and all of them. Yeah. I mean, put the money behind that. Right. Because that's where that's really how it works. It doesn't work without money. So if you don't have the money, it ain't going nowhere. Let's be clear. There's right. probably a tons of ideas out there. But if we don't put the money to help each other, we're not gonna move anywhere. And right now we're willing to put money behind, you know, sneakers <laughs> and airpods, airpods, but we yeah. can't put money behind things that are really gonna put the money back into the community. And and level headed. So but I understand that he was saying too that, you know, we may have an idea. You and I may have an idea and we may go to somebody and ask them to invest and then they'll be like, Well, I don't like that idea. Well, I don't like the name. I like the idea, but I don't like the name. Right. Yeah. Okay, so then you're gonna shoot me down because of the name? It happens. And oftentimes we do that. Yes. I want to be the first to um admit <laughs> where I stand in this situation and what end of the spectrum I am on. A friend of mine sent me a, uh, an inbox, I guess you'd say on Instagram right. or a direct message on Instagram. And it was uh, a link to an app for like, it was kind of like clubhouse, but it was a black app. Right. And so mm-hmm. there was like a little commercial. So I, I clicked on it and I kind of watched the commercial and the first thing I said was, oh, the commercial looks kind of cheap and cheesy. So I don't know if I want to, you know what I'm saying? That was the first thought. I'm being honest. Transparency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then um, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm, I didn't download it. I didn't sign up for it. I wasn't excited about it. Any of that. Right. And it's right. that attitude that mm-hmm. is so detrimental to our success as a people. And even though I'm aware of that, I still make that mistake and I still made that mistake because it wasn't presented in the same fashion as, say, Clubhouse or something. Some other some of the other apps we've seen. 
And one of the big things with me too, when I started to like think about it, mm-hmm. I was saying, well, a lot of times we don't have the same startup money mm-hmm. <laughs> as a lot right. of these bigger apps and a lot of these, uh, you know, created by other people. So mm-hmm. maybe it has to start out not quite as fancy without as many of the bells and whistles so that we can grow it. Which is often the case. We often think that we need to just start off like a rocket ship. One, two, three, four. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But you're right. It has to grow but we need to get away from that perception that if a 10-year-old comes to you with this idea, just because they're 10-year-old, they don't know what they're talking about. Most Sometimes these 10-year-olds know what they're talking about. They know more. I mean, I should be looking at my niece and nephew like, you're right. We should do that. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, mm-mm, and then somebody else does it, and we get upset that we were on a bandwagon. That's which right. leads to my other point that um, the two gentlemen that founded Clubhouse, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. How uh, how are our our people that are in our community? When I say community, I mean black and brown. Right. That of of money who have money. Why are they at the board table making these um, suggestions or being a part of the listening party mm-hmm. per se? Yeah. You know, to say, hey, this would be great. I, I think our community would would really dive into this. And be mm. a shareholder in these things. Why aren't they part of that? Instead of, I get Master P, I get what I'm saying. Yeah. But where were you? Right. So where were you in this and all together? How come you weren't at the table? You mean in reference to Clubhouse or? Yes, the yeah. Clubhouse. Because I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I don't think they're invited. I don't think we're invited in that respect. We are invited to market. And to spread the word and to publicize, because one of the things that and I know you mentioned Oprah and in reading, I think Meek Mill was one of the big names that were named. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But for me, it was Joe Budden because I'm a big Mm -hmm. fan of Joe Budden since his rap days. Right. So I listen to Mm -hmm. his podcast Mm -hmm. and they often mention Mm -hmm. Clubhouse or as they refer to it, Chitty Chatty House. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was immediately curious. And this guy has a pretty big following right now. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the same way I was curious. A lot of other people were very curious. And so then when it, I went and like downloaded the app, signed up or whatever, it sat there, sat there, sat there because it was like you had to be invited because they're still in beta. So um, a friend of mine invited me and it's been like, don't get me wrong. It's been an incredible experience. Right. But that, too, I think is because of us, if I'm honest. Right. <laughs> you yes, know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to be I just I think that our trailblazers who are not the people just fighting for civil rights and all that, but the people that are making the money mm-hmm. that are out there, you know, they need to be at these tech places heavily. Yeah. Or, you know, I know that Pharrell is putting money into the HBCUs trying mm-hmm. to do something with them and trying to get their own type of tech um, awareness and put money into young people who want to be able to be more influential in the tech community. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're behind. We're very behind. And yeah, I get the music industry. We got that under plug. Yes. <laughs> got it. Okay. Yeah. The fashion industry. Yeah, we're good at that too. Right. We're good at being athletes. We're good at that. But what we're not good at is being in the tech world and being at the table in the tech world. So if you right. got a $100 million sitting in the bank that you can just put out there, mm-hmm. put it out there and be a part. I think we benefit from the shareholder position. 
Right. But we're not putting ourselves out there. If I had that kind of money, yeah, I'd be like, I let me hear about this app. Let me hear about this new product or maybe a part of um, this new computer system or program or something like that. I mean, we need to be in those positions. So if you have that money, let's do it. It's yeah. not always about entertainment and the best BET and, you know, um, movies out there and all that's not what's running the world anymore. It's data. Right. Obviously, it's voice now. Yeah, <laughs> voice exactly. is running the world, you know? So we're behind again. And I think what Master P was saying is, has some truth to it. But at the same time, he has a responsibility as well because he's made it further longer than a lot of us have mm-hmm. been able to. <clears throat> I, I think, uh, I think in his mind, it's like, you know, I, I give back because I do this and I, I do music and I've created programs and, and I give other black people opportunities, but I can't say that I've heard or read of anything where he has done what you're saying. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe he, he wants, you know, a few other people to join him in the venture. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and they haven't been willing to, I don't know, but it's, it's a very interesting situation. Well, it's easy to say too, like, yeah, go out and do your thing. But some people just don't know how to do the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm learning now podcasting as I'm doing it. Right. So unless I got somebody behind me who's going to like, okay, I'm going to dump some money behind you because I believe in you. Yeah, I'm doing it myself. But we just can't fault the average person for not being out there and doing it. And then, and two, we're not putting money into the schools mm. so they can foster that environment, right? That's right. Right. So we have a lot of things we should put in the schools. One, we need to put in there investing, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're behind the curve again when it comes to yeah. <laughs> GameStop, yeah. you know? We're behind the curve in other things. So I think there's, there is really a need to step back and look at it from a perspective and stop letting our leaders lead us where they're not leading us anymore and put in the perspective that our kids need to start when we're young, when they're young, Mm-hmm. On how to invest. What's the importance of investing? I mean, maybe change some of the curriculum so that it doesn't, we're not always looking at the U.S. history books. We're looking at the books that apply to us today and tomorrow, not what happened yesterday. Right. So, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I couldn't have said it better myself, honestly. I couldn't have. Oh. Where did that come from? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was powerful. Um, but I just I, always think like the seed needs to be planted somewhere and yeah. you can't keep blaming. I can't blame you and you can't blame me for not coming up with clubhouse. I mean, I'm just not in that space, but right. those so, that are in the space, we need to encourage them and motivate them and be there supporting them. If we have the capital to do so, we need right. capital. So who are our capital. people who have capital? Yeah. 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 And that's the thing too, because so it, it like literally, when I started reading and kind of just looking at it and thinking about it, meditating on it a bit, I'm like, well, should I support Clubhouse anymore? Should I, should I delete yeah. my account? Should I? Yeah, you know I, mean? I know. <laughs> because there's also another app. So the app that I was making reference to um, earlier is called uh, Melanated People. But mm. in reading the, the articles that you sent me, I realized that there's another one called The Cookout, which is kind of invite only as well. Now, I had never because, heard because of it. Because I done my research, that's how I found out. Right, right. Never heard of it. Again, and did you realize how it's been out there longer than Clubhouse? Oh, really? I, that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I believe it's been out there longer than Clubhouse. Wow. 
That's crazy. I believe so. And it wouldn't the thing me. is that it, it doesn't have the marketing. That's right. money. Money. Exposure. Uh-huh. Master P, where are you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm that's just right. saying. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's your example right there. Mm-hmm. Are you like calling up and say, hey, Diddy, are you calling up and say, hey, are y'all, who's calling up and say, hey, we need to get y'all out there because obviously. Yeah. And the thing is, like at this point, anything else will be dubbed a cheap duplicate at this point, even if it was here over here first, because mm-hmm. this is blown up so big and. I mean, the numbers are ridiculous. The numbers are ridiculous. I'm I'm literally sitting on 10 invites right now. <laughs> 10. Wow. Yes. And so it was seven a few days ago. And I woke up like a day or two ago and it was like 10. I'm like, what is going on? Like, This is the invite for you to invite people in? Yes. Into Clubhouse. Yes. Oh, because I used to get like three at a time. So when you get 10, how does that work? So, so what I believe it was. Is I got three. I got one when I first signed up, which I've mm-hmm. only been on there since December twenty seventh or something like that. So okay. I got I got one when I first signed up. A week later, mm-hmm. I got three more, and mm-hmm. I think I gave those out. And then mm-hmm. because I like I guess when you spend time on there and you moderate rooms and you you're involved in different things, you it they they recognize that and they give you more. So I got like three more. I think I, I sent one out and then I just, they kept coming in and I'm just like, okay, like I'm running out of people to send them to. Right. <laughs> people, look, look, there we go again. We trying to judge who we want to invite. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause you know, and, and the, the fact so that it's, the fact that it's iPhone only like cuts yeah. things in half because there are actually a few people oh, I would right. love to, to have invited that are Android users. So they weren't, they couldn't. It doesn't let us know if they're Androids either, is it? Because I think, is that probably why they haven't responded? Because that they could can't. be. So what I usually uh-huh. do, what I usually do is I confirm that they're an iPhone user first. And it mm-hmm. like, because generally they have to be in your contacts. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll, I'll text and say, you, you're iPhone user, right? Or, or when I see the message turn blue, it confirms it for me. And then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll um, let them know and I'll send it to them. But mm-hmm. that could be why they haven't responded. Because if, you, mm. if you're sending from your iPhone and the message uh, is still gr- is green when you send it, it's probably an Android user. That's interesting. Yeah. But from what it's I hear. It's all by design. From what I hear, they're going to be opening up to Android as well now that they've got this other money coming in. <laughs> so that money has enabled them to do a lot of things uh, to enhance the ha- the app and to um, implement some security measures and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. So do you think it's going to be a point where we get like tired of it though? Uh, like, you, like for instance, Facebook, Facebook is like, okay, my mom's on Facebook. <laughs> right. Before, right. <laughs> right. Before she was like, do not do anything on Facebook. Don't show your picture on Facebook. Don't talk about the family on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, did you hear about what's also on Facebook? I'm like, oh, exactly. you want it really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it kind of shifted from our age group to that age group, but mm-hmm. it's probably not, I think Instagram is taking over some of the Facebook. Yeah. Um, popularity so do you think that it's going to happen with 
it could and it wouldn't surprise me if it did but i i think it'll be a while because of because of the because of the connections that are being made and because of the access that you have to a lot of um people you didn't have access to before like i've spoken to major record executives i've spoken to joe budden i've spoken to soldier boy i've oh. spoken to who's the other guy I don't remember right now, the, mm-hmm. but oh, Eric B from Eric B and Rocking. Like I've been in rooms with these oh, guys wow. and had conversations mm-hmm. with them. Uh, Joe gave me some great advice, <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. alone is kind of gonna keep people going and keep them like just wanting to be a part of it. They, I even heard that there are people who are selling invi- invitations to Clubhouse. Mm. They're selling them. <laughs> monetizing off of that yeah yeah that's crazy it really is it really oh my is. goodness i just wonder because i i was on it i've been on it maybe three weeks now mm-hmm. and on it hard like i was like addicted like i was up middle night listening to it you know like how did everybody talking 12 hours 24 yeah. hours a day and um and then i just got tired of it I was seeing the same type of conversations going on, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I need to look and dive into different interests. And then it makes you look at yourself like, really, what are you interested in listening to? That's right. Right? Because yeah. it's not, they, some of the topics can draw you in, and you're like, well, it sounds interesting. You're listening to it. And then you realize, you know, most of them start sound, looking the same, sounding the same. You know, we're talking about the same thing, mm-hmm. monetizing, growing. <clears throat> making money you could be a millionaire yeah. you know and i'm like i don't want to hear that anymore yeah. so <laughs> i don't i personally i don't go into those rooms because right. when i first got on there i went into enough of them and like the first week that i had clubhouse i didn't get very much sleep like i think the first <laughs> 30 something hours i spent just nonstop, just incessantly going into different rooms and listening and I was just exploring different things. Right. And I, I re- remember, cause there's some foolishness on there too. Like there's a room where the women are moaning to win money. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. If there was, maybe it's not anymore. I haven't seen it, but I'm I've, sure also, it still is. I've also, I've also, <laughs> exactly. I've also edited my, um, my hallway, the things that I see, because there are certain things I just don't, it doesn't, doesn't interest me. But so most of the rooms I go into, are like podcast related or mm-hmm. or they're about um just like there are some that are more so about motivation and inspiration than they than they are about about mm-hmm. a specific um you know way of mm-hmm. gaining monetization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well here's my idea. I think like if we're gonna help them raise evaluation at one billion dollars, then we really need to make the most out of it. Yes. Um because I don't think boycotting is that thing. We tried that before it don't work. So, boycotting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. It just work. No. We tried that. You know, we did that Black Friday thing. Don't buy anything at Whole Friday. I'm like, I don't see a yeah. curve going. No. So, I mean, I'm just being real. But yeah, being honest. I think that, um, but however, it is, it would be great to have a room where if someone has a great idea that they think can be beneficial to whatever it is, like a great idea. You know, where is those great idea rooms? And then we have the people that will fund it, you mm-hmm. know, come and, and listen to it. And, and they partner up and get something going. 
Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be a black and brown room, but you know, we can put the code words in there that it would kind of be that way. But just to use those individuals, I mean, I'm hearing everybody with, I want to do this and I want to do that, but I didn't have that money. I didn't have that. So here, here's the place where that six degree and um, degrees um, separation is becoming mm. closer and closer. Yeah. So we can match up, you know, the Damon John, is it Damon John? Yeah. With Shark Tank. Okay, with yeah. someone, yeah, with someone who would never have the cash flow to create something that can make him a lot of money. I know Shark Tank has done exceptionally well, but that idea for Shark Tank came from somebody. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So maybe there's something out there that we need to pay more attention to that may be a small idea that can make a lot of money within the community for that person and with um, and then jumpstart, you know, where we are putting money into things that can generate that type of wealth yeah or evaluation it's interesting it is. um but i'm i'm not trying to over work power power i'm <laughs> clubhouse sorry because i don't want to get burnt out of it yes but i am now like i'm like i said before the first week i was like oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just so excited about it and then the thrill will be gone right <laughs> And then you sit back and you're like, okay, what do I really want to listen to? So like this morning, I was really involved with listening to um, the stock market, you know, hearing mm-hmm. the experts, the, the, the traders, the hedge fund managers talking about what's going on. I was listening to them at five o'clock this morning because I knew the market was going to open up mm-hmm. in three hours. So I wanted to know. And you're, they're, they're dropping nuggets like huge nuggets, bombs. Right. I'm like, oh, I got you. I'm writing it down. That's <laughs> right. <me. laughs> it's like, I called a friend of mine. I was like, get online. I need you to buy this. You need to buy that, you know. Mm-hmm. But that, that to me was useful, you know. And then I think last night I was on another, um, in another room. We were all sharing stories. And it was a small room, which I kind of like the small rooms too. Love them. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. I think the intimacy there is better. Right. And right. I think people that come in those small rooms, they stay. They're not jumping, That's controlling right. and saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really beneficial. And I just I I loved it. I spend so I spend most of my time in the small rooms. Um uh the guy Glenn, the I think that's where mm-hmm. you were at, right? Uh, small I think room, so. great value. Yeah, in a small yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that room. That's one of my favorites. So I have like two or three rooms that I'm always in, just because mm-hmm. I've kind of made connections with the people, and and there's mm-hmm. always a different topic. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're really getting burned out on talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the one of the things that I really wondered about was when do any of these people who are in these professions or have these goals get to do the work to achieve these things because they're always on clubhouse. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. I, I have, I have to, I have times that I have to create. I have times that I have to set aside for family. You know, I have, I have my quote unquote day job. You know what I mean? So I, have, <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, exactly. Right. So I just right. don't I don't know how. But I understand that we are in a pandemic. And because of that, mm-hmm. people are a lot of people are at home. And right. so we're not sleeping. No right. one's sleeping. So <laughs> right. We want to sleep before Clubhouse. We're definitely not sleeping now. Nah. But nah. yeah, 
that's that's a balancing act, especially now because um, I don't know where you are. I'm on the East Coast. Are you on the East Coast? Oh, you're yeah. on the East Coast. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte. So it's cold, right? And so mm-hmm. we're in a pandemic and it's cold. So what are we all doing? We're more so in the house than we were before because right. we're stuck. So, yeah. So now this this was the perfect time, you know, for the wave to pop the clubhouse mm. because we're all in the house, you know, yeah. doing pretty much trying to figure it out. But when the weather breaks, you know, are we going to be on clubhouse as much as we are now? Because, you know, we're going to be outside doing what we do, like going swimming or, you know, cookouts. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but it's I think this is the time if you're going to jump, dive into it, dive into it now. But I'm learning like my my tools I've learned for myself is just mm-hmm. get what I want out of it and just don't burn myself. Yeah. You know, it's not about gaining followers. I don't feel like I'm rushing to find followers because I, I saw there's a couple of runs that they're doing growth parties. I said, OK, here we go. Yeah, you know, they do that on TikTok. So yeah. <laughs> TikTok had a metric. So TikTok is if you get a thousand followers, you can do live video. So that's their metrics. Right? right. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, I want to do that. Give me a thousand followers. Yeah. I do a lot. Once I got a thousand, I was like, I'm out. I'm good now. Mm-hmm. I'm sailing. But. They don't have a metrics here as far as number of followers. Right. You can have 10 followers and be the best expert at your, your, your skill. Yeah. It doesn't matter about followers here. And I think that's, that's a good thing because we often get pressured by how many followers somebody has or mm-hmm. likes or all that stuff. So yeah. I'm kind of glad that they took that out. I don't feel pressure that I, I can. I mean, I'm glad somebody's following me because, you know, I follow people just because I want to know what room they're going to be in next right, or that's right. they're holding a club room. <laughs> There's an attention behind that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, you know, my intention is to get information. And then I like to meet people. And I, I'm I, going in a small room. I got a chance to meet you, right. you know, mm-hmm. and then you get to meet other people. And then you realize that the world is not as small as we have been stuck in. You know, we're broadening our, our world. And I think it's a little safer, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel safe. I feel safe having a conversation with you, not just on your podcast, but how we met through Instagram. I mm-hmm. felt safe. Because sometimes I get Instagrams. I'm like, how did you get my info? <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> you need to get off real quick. <laughs> right. Where did you come from? Where did I- you come from? <laughs> yeah. so I just feel like. I would love to see us be more supportive and, and get behind a movement where we're doing more in-house and more for ourselves. But honestly, the problem is so much greater than just mm-hmm. not liking, you know, the presentation. Mm-hmm. It, it, it goes way back before we ever existed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and there is a there is a such thing as systemic racism. And because of that, <laughs> it's it's a, it's an uphill battle. All right, it's time for this week's featured artist, the OG, featuring Dan Marshall. Got a feeling it's off the album Black Messiah. You can find the music on all music streaming platforms. Let's go. Yeah, I'm on my way Oh, I got a 
don't move my cloudy. But my ears hear crystal clear like the stones in they pierces. Instrumentals moving me to sing in my experience. Except I like the vocals of an R&B corner. So I orchestrate a symphony of words in tune with the groove. Style that I dress the way that I move. The side effects of the road that I choose. And the vibe of the music. Cause I know it's a nuisance And I don't have a diamond So I put in my two cents Devil's giving us felonies To control our votes My heart's dying I take another tote Now back on scope I further see behind the mirrors And smoke That life is like Driving up a slippery slope It's hard to get up And you gon' go down fast But it'll all level out If you just stay on the gas well, I got a feeling That it's not too late For me to be great Yeah, I'm on my way To achieve my dreams I use them like a carrot Hanging in front of me on a string Motivating me to keep moving to water my sea I gotta reach for the heaven Just to make it to the sky Started off in poverty But more so in the mind In the places you can find me You're the hoods I was living My perception was different Cause the dreams had me driven Constantly trying to trip me I took notice to your system Couldn't live by your laws My dreams are bigger than your prisons wasn't for the money, see I did this just to fit in Amongst those living the dreams we call stars By turning unachievable dreams to unbelievable bars The cheat code to how we beating the odds Still I long for from this dream I rise I think I chase them to the day that I die My heart, soul, and my mind I got a feeling that it's not too late For me to be great Yeah, I'm on my way Oh, I got a feeling that it's not too late for me to be great, yeah, I'm on my way, oh, I got a feeling, yeah. Yeah. It's an uphill battle. It's in Clubhouse, too, though. You could be in a room, and, you know, they see our picture, and then they, you may not be called on or asked to come up to the stage, mm. you know, not because of what you what you do, what, what, what you may bring to the stage. But by the color of your skin, it's very evident there, dudes. That's why wow. you do, you have a choice not to show your picture, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm, or I can be, as a female, I could be in a male-dominant room and they won't call on me at all. Really? And that doesn't bother me at have all. You, but some women, that? it bothers them. I, I have, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm okay with listening. Because yeah. I think I learn more from people that listening. I don't always need to be on a stage and I'm happy to not be, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I don't mind it, but if I'm in a room where people are giving out a wealth of information, they're talking and they're dropping off bombs and I'm like, okay, keep, keep talking. I got you. Yeah. You know, I like that. I mean, that's one of the things that I've done in the past is my, as, as a fundraiser, I was in rooms with, um, I was only, only African-American woman. Mm-hmm. In a male Caucasian room. Oh yeah. And yes, I'm taking notes. Y'all keep talking. <laughs> write your check, but keep talking. You know. And so I've learned that I don't need to be the front and center of attention, especially when my job is to get some money from you, mm-hmm. right? And I'm I'm okay with sitting in back because I know my strategy is before we leave out this room, before you walk out the door, I need you to write your check. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna, I'm, that's what I do. I've raised money in the past. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm used to being a male dominant and Republican male dominant. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely Republican. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Didn't bother me then and it definitely doesn't bother me now. But I I mean I have sat in what I did do the first week in Clubhouse is I sat in rooms that talked about the pitfalls and the things that people don't like or where they realize that was some type of um negative connotation to it. Um uh, as and it lots relates of people to would club, talk about as it relates to Clubhouse. clubhouse. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and there yeah. were rooms that talked about that. Because I wanted to know. I wanted to, I'm I'm first, I'm learning. Right. It's like my first let me find out what people already discovered. And so people people were saying the same thing that, you know, you would be in a room. And I see this it's a room where you have like eight hundred some people in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And how are you gonna make them to the top of that stage? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling like a lot of times, most times when when like I went into a room, I think it was like Chris Brown and some other like some other rap guys in there. It was like eighteen hundred people in there. And but I was just there to listen anyway, so I didn't That's care. A show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't really care, but but yeah, mm-hmm. um it was entertaining. But then what I realized too is that there were people who would Basically, I, by going in certain rooms, I'm hindering myself because there are certain people who don't want to be associated with those things and have no interest in those things that yeah. wouldn't want to follow me because because what happens is based on who you follow, the suggestions are made to you and you see these different rooms in your hallway. And so I was in a room mm. where they were. Yeah. So I was in a room where they were talking about that and they were saying that this one particular lady said specifically that she kept wondering why these certain rooms kept showing up on her, on her um, hallway feed or whatever. Right. Ah. And she realized that it was because this man that she follows frequents these rooms. And once she deleted him (laughs) or unfollowed him (laughs) and blocked him, she no longer got those notifications or those uh, Ah. put in her feed. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that makes sense. I mean, that's, that's like a metrics in a lot of these things that we, these social media things. If you're on Facebook and you join, you know, a Facebook group that pertaining to dogs, you're probably going to get a lot of feed coming through you about dogs. So that's right. I guess that's the same thing. So yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> it is. Wow. It's wow. crazy. It's crazy. So what are we going to do about this? So we're just going to continue on just running oh, it. Man. I know. <laughs> Honestly, and it's not, and it's not anything. We can't even invest in it. I mean, it's not even open for investment. It's not even open for us to buy no. anything into it. And I think I read, and I'm not quote me on this, but there's they're looking into some people selling or use or using some elevating and making more money. Yes, off of, I don't know what they're going to sell. Or how, maybe we sell our services. We can sell services. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when it gets to that point, I. I think you may see some drops because people don't, we, we don't like to sell, pay money for services. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I know. sorry. I don't mean to generalize, but, <laughs> but you have to, I mean, because yeah, generally speaking, it's like, yeah, nah. right. yeah. If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that may I'm surprised that no other rap, nobody else jumped on master P's bandwagon i i haven't seen any other comments from anyone else besides him yeah um i didn't see anybody like mm. so on or rebut i think that potentially because i do remember hearing a celebrity off of clubhouse speak about um pursuing 
opportunities with Clubhouse. But it's almost like, dude, you've already like blew them way out of the water. You blew them all the way up. So what do they really need to pay you for now? <laughs> they don't need mean? anybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. They on to the, and, and matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they already on the next gig. I believe so. I'm pretty right? sure. They already got something else down to coming up the, up the planks right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Because yeah. like these people like these people, these engineers, these creative people, these entrepreneurs who dibble dabble like this, they don't do one thing they don't, and keep and stop it. They, they well, keep going. That's right. They keep going. So they're like, okay, let's do this. And out of this, let's create this and then create something else. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So we need to, what we need to do is we need Master P to call them up and have a, <laughs> have coffee with them. So <laughs> right. And figure out what's next on the line and get in there. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. It is. And we need to be more present in the Silicon Valley. And I know it's hard. I get it. It's so hard. But we got to figure it out. We yeah. can't sit and not figure it out because we got kids coming up in, in these elementary school, junior high school. They're going to they gonna want to jump on this bandwagon. Absolutely. And they want the support. So we need to be in there now. And I mean, we, I'm talking about the people that have capital. Right. They're the ones who have the power to make to help to be on these boards, to be in these um, advisory committees, you know, be a part of the listening group, the, mm-hmm. the test data, all that. They have the power to say, hey, let me put a hundred million down so I can just hear what you got going on and see if I can just put a, a little stamp in there. Yeah. You know, it would look good. So we got the politics kind of getting in our in our way. We're doing well in that. I see us um, you know, pay the path. The path is being paid for us mm-hmm. politically. Now we just need to be in there technically. Yeah. And we always have been behind. Yeah, that, that is very true. And and one of the, the big issues is I see a lot of us <clears throat> that will get into tech or, or, or whatever um, IT. Yeah. And we'll just like, I have a decent job. I'm making good money. I'm cool here. And it's like, no, man, you got to keep going. You have to, want to be greater and you have to want to create. And I think that now is a, is a blossoming time for us getting into being more creative and being more entrepreneurial and independent. But like you said, that that it's not at the level it should be not yet. We got to change the conversation because you're right. Because I know me growing up as generation X, Mm -hmm. you know, my parents were like, go to school, go to college, get a job, get married, have kids. That was it. Yeah. There was nothing in between. There was no conversation. Right. So now that's not the conversation we need to be having with our kids. You know, I have a daughter and she's 26, 26, Mm -hmm. just turned 27. Um, like, like last week. So I finally said 26. (laughs) 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 I do know my daughter's age. Um, (laughs) But I told her, I was like, yeah, I want some grandchildren. I'm getting to that age. But at the same time, I want you to fly. Mm-hmm. I need you to just take this 20-something age and just go for it. Whatever your heart says, your mind says. And I told her, I said, and furthermore, you have my support. Not just my spiritual support, emotional support. I said, you have my financial support. Yeah. And I think that's the conversation she needed to hear. It's Absolutely. Like, okay, you got my, so if you need a website, I got you. If you need me to dump some money into a project, I got you. Mm-hmm. You know? And that is the conversation I'm having with my 27-year-old right now. 
Yeah. And um, she's uh, she made she's majored and she's majoring and she's still in school. She's majoring in um, cybersecurity. Oh, so. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and she's on Facebook, on Insta- on Instagram, on her Facebook, and so she's now looking into building, being a social media um, footprint consultant. Mm. And I'm like, good, let's yeah. do this. I back yeah. you up. Whatever you need me to, I pour into that. Yeah. But that's the conversation I we need to have with our kids coming up because then they'll have that conversation. That then that's how we start that that new generational focus of. Not just, you know, go to school, you know, get married, have kids. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, the time for that is done. <laughs> yeah, the time that's, for that's that is done. done. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying don't, don't get married, have kids. We ain't saying that. No. But we're saying, you know. There's a lot more. There's a lot more to it. Change the mindset. Yeah. That, that get a job. It, it should become start a business, start a company, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's what this um, COVID yeah. has produced. People who have lost jobs in the wake of things have found creative ways to to create something new mm-hmm. and benefit from it. Absolutely. Um, I think there was a, a brother's brother or sister who started de- delivering uh, crab cakes or or crab cakes or crab legs, something like that. They were delivering some, making something with crabs. Yeah, and they're just like flour. They're, they're making it's it's making a killer money, you know. Yeah. Um, people who started, I had a girlfriend who started making masks. Like the second, third week, you know, with them COVID, she was like, "I'm making some masks." I was like, "Girl, I need five hundred of them." No, I like five hundred, but I need like, but yeah, <laughs> I need several. She, I need <laughs> several, but that was before masks. We couldn't even find masks. Remember that happened. So people have jump-started that but you know we need to support put money in to that and not just say okay how much do you need to support your business right how much the cost let me see your budget develop um, an advisory board let's see how you're set up and let's put that money in there i mean a grand or two by 10 people Mm -hmm. 20 people would fund someone's company and be able to elevate them that's right. You know, you get your money back because you're not going to put money in something you can't get your money back because you're going to work hard to make sure you get your money back. That's right. Because a lot of people would say, well, there isn't any, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would say there really isn't any money in the black community. That is not true. The money is spent on foolishness. It's misappropriated. <laughs> That's the issue. Um. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the issue. We could we could definitely do it. I mean, I just in in a in a small on a small scale, I remember <clears throat> like maybe the first week I was in Clubhouse on Clubhouse. Rather, um, there was a, a young lady. It was like Christmas Day. As a matter of fact, we were all in there. We were talking or whatever. And she was talking. And then <laughs> the subject came up somehow about her nephew that he didn't get any toys. He woke up to nothing. And myself and several other people in the room, we just kind of said, hey, what's your uh, cash app or whatever? And everybody just pitched in and they went and bought toys and, and like she took pictures and showed us, you know what I'm saying? So it was oh, it was cool. Yeah. It was real cool. And then I, I, I remember uh, a guy saying uh, this is off of off of the, the thing. I remember a guy saying like, hey, man, what if it was a scam? What what if she took us? Right. She had we've been had. And I told him, I said, man, the thing about 
when you do something and you do it from the heart and you believe in the law of reap, sowing and reaping, you don't worry about that because if I go to church and I pay my tithes and the pastor buys a Cadillac, mm-hmm. I ain't. Got, that's not my business. I did what I was supposed to you do. You did what you supposed to do, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So exactly. I, don't, I don't worry about that. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. I don't worry about that either. Um, and that that's another point I just thought about too is that are we the own victims of ourselves as far as giving? We're so hesitant of giving because we think it's somebody's going to scam us. Yeah. And so when someone has a great idea or has a project or wants to start an organization, a nonprofit, are we a victim of just saying, Mm-mm, because, it's some, <laughs> you know, you're going to put that money in your pocket? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because people, you know, there have been bad people out there who have profited off mm-hmm. their own success. That's right. And, you know, it's it has made, you know, it shines a bad light on others. Yes. So, but are we are we doing a disservice to holding those people that did something wrong to people who can who need the, need our support financially? I would say so. I would say so because I feel like that. So basically, we most of us won't feel comfortable um, parting with our funds without a contract or something in writing. But then most of us are afraid of contracts. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, yeah. But we do that every day. I mean, you go to DTLR and buy a pair of Jordans. You already done a contract. Yeah. Because what? You don't bought a pair of shoes. You get the contract as a receipt. Yeah. That's right? right. That's right. And so you're already investing in somebody else's vision. Mm-hmm. But we don't see it that way. Don't I know one time way. I was talking to, I, I don't know if I shared a story when you were in a, that room with me but I was talking to young kids in high school about money and money matters and this is before mm-hmm. all this matter stuff came out um, but uh, <laughs> but I was talking to you about money matters and we were in the we were in the high school we were in those brown chairs with the with the desk and I asked, I asked each kid to stand up and turn their brown chairs upside down and I said now read that label on the box the bottom of the brown chair. And it was a label, the patent little label, little patent label mm-hmm. with numbers on it. And I said, do you know what that is? And most of them said, no. I said, what it is is somebody created, designed, built this chair and they had a patent. And every chair in this, this school, this room right here, had the government paid for and mm-hmm. that person profit mm-hmm. off of it. Now, here's the bigger picture. Every single room in this entire school has this chair. Here's a bigger picture. Every single school in the city has this chair. Mm. <laughs> so exactly. you're sitting on someone else's vacation right now. That's right. What are you going to do about it? I said, and I told him, I said, it's a different mindset of just thinking, oh, I want to be, because I, I went around my mask and what they all want to do. Football players, basketball players, doctor, lawyer. Okay, that's good. Great thing. I'm not down at all. I said, but how can you create something like this if you're an NBA player? Mm-hmm. I said, what you do is you own the NBA team. That's right. And so just to get them to change the mindset is what I think we need to do. And that's why we are behind the A game. That's why we keep falling into helping others become billionaires while we sit back and still trying to make our first million. Uh, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That hurts, boy. 
(laughs) (laughs) It does hurt. Yeah. It does hurt. Absolutely. And that's why you see the millionaires run around here in Subarus because Mm -hmm. they realize (laughs) that's not their focus. Yeah. That's true. They rather put their money into something that's going to grow. They Mm -hmm. get their thrills off of growing. Mm hmm get our thrills off of spending wow sorry nah it's it's very true and and it needs to be it needs to be heard and it's not like it hasn't been said before but it's obviously not being said enough you know so Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and so master p has has a way of getting it out there but i don't think he I don't think he had the, the right listening ears because I don't, I don't see it didn't kick off. It went off one day and then it kind of went flat line after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But it is something to think about that. If there is an app called wall street, black wall street, instead of saying, or understanding that there's an app called black wall street, a young lady created herself. Okay. And my understanding is P. Diddy was like, oh, I want to create something, something, something like that. Instead of saying, I want to create something, something like that. Why not just like, put your money into what's already into her. created? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's, that's one of the, that's one of our big problems. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you want to create something that yeah. she's already done? Doesn't she yeah. need, she needs your help more than you, you know? And the thing is, he'll, it's not like he's going to be doing it for free. He's going to get capital from it, but it's, it, if he can't be the, majority holder then i guess he doesn't want to be a part of it right and that's that mindset when they get to the point when people get really when we get really rich yeah and powerful we tend to forget that humbling ourselves and saying okay let's help someone else come up with an idea that i didn't even come up with Mm -hmm. yeah and i can add value to it and we can work together right yeah I mean, cause, and I understand, I, I understand that, you know, <clears throat> there are a lot of people that when they make it, they have people coming from everywhere with their hands out and, Hey, I got this idea. Would you invest in this? And you can't invest in everything, but there needs to be some things that are, you know, like, especially when it comes to different lanes than what we are normal, like you were saying earlier, than what we're normally accustomed to. Like, mm-hmm. take a chance, invest in it, get the contracts drawn up, put some money out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Other other communities do that. That's right. They do that. So they have funds so that if you have an organization, you know, you apply to their fund to get a grant. Mm-hmm. You know, other communities do that. But I don't see a lot of uh, of us. Creating funds. No, you know, I don't feel LeBron. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no he's doing a good thing now. He's good. I like. I like LeBron. LeBron's doing an amazing job. Yeah, with the schools. I mean, he's pouring. He's pouring. He's pouring. But he's just one person. Yeah, everybody's got to so, do it. And 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 let's mm-hmm. not, because I don't want people to listen to this and think that we're bashing these guys and saying that they aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think they're right. all doing something. Absolutely. But I just think there needs to be more people and there needs to be more doing across right. the board. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to be rich to pour into someone. That's right. And and, and, I, and I tell people all the time, it's like, you know, people ask me about board members. Like, how do you select the board member? What is the, the 
the um, dissection of a board member. And I said there's three, three pillars to a board member. One, someone who knows how to raise money. Mm-hmm. Two, someone who can write a check. And someone who is willing to work hard to get the money. That's right. And so <laughs> you may have somebody who may not have the money, but they're going to work hard to get that money for you, which is just as valuable as someone who's able to write a check. That's right. Absolutely. And so these are like the things that I developed in my, in my, as being the expert I'm in, in the field is that if we're going to pour into people so we can have the clubhouses and the black wall street, we need those type of people to be behind them. Mm -hmm. Very true. And we need to be able to ask too. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. So like the <laughs> cognac room, if you need funding, you have to say, Kim, help me find funding. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Right. And, and, and a lot we of people don't want to ask. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to do that. That's very true. That's very Cause true. Because a no is a no unless you ask. You're already saying no to yourself. Yeah. So you've, you've, <laughs> you've more than cut your chances in half. <laughs> you are, yeah, exactly. You cut it down to zero. Does anybody here can get, you know, if you get a hundred people in a room, and you ask them each to give you a thousand dollars, you you make it almost fifty percent of them if you ask. If you ask, that's right. Because I know, and this used to always just baffle me when I would go to these business seminars and stuff, and they'd say, "Hey, go to your friends and family and ask everybody for some money." In my mind, I was like, "What? No, <laughs> like that's not going to happen." They are, first of all, I'm not going to ask, but they're not going to give it to me. That was my whole right. thing. But but <laughs> truthfully, like. You never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. Because your story, I mean, it's harder to sell your story than someone else's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's harder to sell someone else's story than someone yours. else's. Yeah. So your story, you can sell. You can sell to your family and friends. And that's really how you build your, you start your, your capital for your business. Is you go to the people that trust you. Because mm-hmm. they're going to trust you with the money. It's like you gave money to a young lady who needed it. They're going to trust you and say, okay, here's my money. You know, this is for you. And they're going to gift it to you. Right. You know, you don't have to promise it back, but you know, it's nice to promise it back, (laughs) but you know, they're going to gift it to you because (laughs) they trust you. They love you. They care for you. They want nothing but the best for you. Right. But then we are afraid to even ask our family and friends. How often are we around our family and friends? We we're quick to like, go and buy Michael Kors for our family and friends for Christmas, but we're afraid to ask them to help support our business. Yeah. That's crazy. But you know, I, I will say this, I will say this. I, I recently did a podcast on, yeah, a podcast episode on this. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's discouraging because it's hard to get people to do something as simple as like, and share a post. Like, Hey, I'm advertising for what I'm doing. Can you just like it and share it or go and give it a listen? Like sometimes mm-hmm. people won't even do that. So it, mm-hmm. it sends the message that, well, hell, you won't go and listen to my damn podcast. You're not going to give me 300 bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's free to life. Yeah. Yeah. But then there are those we get people our own who. Way. We get in our own way to helping other people. And yeah. I think that's, that could be one of the formulas of, um, you know, trying to, to get into those spaces mm-hmm. that we need to be in is how can we help you? So if the young lady started Black Wall Street, you know, how can we help you? I may not have a lot of money, but how can I help you? Right. You know, Absolutely. How can I, I see on, on, on Clubhouse, all the people who have helped people make 
millions of dollars, sales and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Well, these are great people that we need to help. Our little, our young ones coming up in our stems, you That's know, right. and, and, and we need you to pour into them and not just pour, pour your resources into them. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Something yeah. to think about. There's a lot of work to be done, but it, it, yeah. it starts with us and it starts today. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way mm-hmm. it has to be. That's the mm-hmm. only way that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like um, Dave Chappelle says, start with your little corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start with your little corner, like right within your four corners of your of your environment, of your community. Yeah, look at who's in your community right now who is starving, needing the help to build their business, their idea, their venture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make and made a point to that's what I'm gonna do this year. I've already made a decision that I'm going to be more of an investor in people and people's ideas and, and I want to be an angel angel investor. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. That's definitely yeah. a good thing. Well, I think that um I'm looking forward to another segment with you. Okay. Definitely. You let me know when, let me know what okay. we're talking about, or I'll let you know and we'll take it from yeah, there. Yeah, something comes up, it's hot. Let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get it off, get our opinion out there. But just to close up the segment, I do agree that we need to change our mindset. We need to invest more in our STEM for our young people mm-hmm. and create our own Silicon Valley so that we can birth apps like clubhouse and support apps like the black wall street and not that we can't be a part of these apps but we can have our own too that's right and um having our own is what we should be focusing our energy in because we we tend to focus on who has the best looking tennis shoe that's right. And we created our own brand and issue. So, yeah. That's my takeaway. Yeah. Hey, you said it all. You said mm-hmm. it all. For me, all, all I really have to say is that I agree with everything that you said. And I encourage everyone to go check out um, the Melanated, Melanated, hold on, what is it? It is, go check out Melanin People and try to get on the Cookout app. Because yes. if we can support Clubhouse, then we should mm-hmm. definitely be able to support mm-hmm. ours. Absolutely. And I'm going to sign up on those two. 